Welcome to the Art of the Dive. Game week two has just about wrapped up here. We still have Wolves United ahead of us, but Jake and I need to get a pot in because lives have been crazy. Really average game week for Marco. Jake's doing all right, though. Jake, how are you, buddy? Uh, I'm d- doing okay, you know? Trying to get excited for this pod. Um, but yeah, I'm t- I'm- it's back to like normal Jake, you know, normal depressed Jake. So, uh, it's, you're already a little sniffly over there. Have you been yeah. taking some hits, if you know what I'm saying? Uh, taking hits, definitely doing that. Uh, life's got me down. But, hey, I'm, I'm traveling to, uh, to visit you soon, which is pretty yeah. crazy. So, two that's days. exciting. Yeah, yeah, two days. You'll be flying in. Um, I'm pretty excited about that. We'll, we'll get to watch the matches together over the weekend. We'll get to uh, record together over the weekend. So... That's going to be fun. It'll be a good time. Um, so stop being so depressed and sad, okay? Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, just stop. Okay. Good. Good. Well, I think we should just like jump kind of like right into things today. Um, you know, we we both have had like kind of crazy last couple of days and, and I think it'll be good for us to spend a little time just talking about FPL and chatting about our thoughts on, on how we want to do things moving forward here because... At the top of the pod, or excuse me, before the pod started, you and I were just chatting a little bit. I was expressing how I was a little bit depressed about how poorly my team is doing. And you were saying, and I think you were actually kind of right for once, that, uh, you know, there were some players this week that maybe performed really well and and maybe we didn't necessarily expect them to, or very few people did. Um, So I guess let's just get right into kind of how our weeks went, Jake. Do you want to kick us off with how you did? I mean, obviously, there's still one game to come, but, but how are you doing thus far? Um, okay, so my overall point total right now is at fifty. Um, the I, I mean, basically, I've I think one of the more disappointing things. There's a lot of disappointing things, but right, you as a co-host, you me as a co-host, to like, I shouldn't even be that upset because fifty is really not that bad of a score. The average is thirty four, and my overall rank so far has moved up, and I have one player to play. Um, but the, the clean sheet, the way that Liverpool lost the clean sheet just pissed me off. Um, I'm sure most of our listeners have seen that Adrian just literally passed the ball to Danny Ings, who put it right back into the goal. Um, so would, would you say that was a stabbable offense? Uh, that's stabbable. I mean, for sure. Like, I, you know, there's a lot of talk and we'll get into this more about like what to do with Liverpool defense. Um, but that was atrocious and ruined my week. Uh, what little joy I had left stones with the thigh injury is, is my center back. Uh, so he got me zero and then I got all my points from dinge and Lundstrom, um, Lundstram. I don't even know how to say his name, but he's my, my best player on my team and he's four, uh, 4 million. So that's good. Um, and then, I missed my captain again. That's another disappointing thing. Uh, we should talk about that more, but I captained Sala for six, and then Sterling got me a return. Frazier has been a... Frazier has been Frazier, honestly, and I would love to talk about him because I know everyone kicked him out of their team. Um, and, you know, surprise, I may have two as well. And then Wilson got me another assist. So... You know, oh, and Pope and goal with a safe point, which was fine. Um, I think the thing I'm most excited about is that Arsenal, for the first time in 10 years, is got two wins. Yeah, there you go. 
Wow, that's pretty solid. Uh, yeah. You still have Martial to go then? I still afternoon. have Martial to go. Go. I'm hoping for, uh, honestly, just a return. Uh, that would be amazing. So. And what is your like overall rank at the moment? So my overall rank is 100,000. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, You've game never week... been that high ever in your whole life because you're bad that's, at the game. That's not that's not well, true. Last year I started true. off the season fantastic. So I'm just waiting yeah. for that minus 80 to kick in. And fucking tastic. All oh. right, my team. What? Oh, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? This is going to cheer me up, so I have to say this. Good news. Okay, let's just move on then. We okay. should just move on then. Okay, yeah. we can move on. That's fine. All right, what, Jake? Uh, PSLs are coming out in eight days, the earliest in the history of pumpkin spice lattes. So that means when I'm traveling across the country with everything in my car to, to a swamp that is known as Florida, I will be drinking pumpkin spice lattes in, in August. Can you like, can you even imagine having a pumpkin spice latte in Florida? Like it's just like sticky all the time, and then you are you're drinking a sticky drink, and it's like just I don't know. Yeah, you're. you're I guess you're used to being covered in stick, so <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's gonna good. be good. All right, my team. Uh, my team's bad. I've I'm on thirty points right now. Um, I have seven points coming off the bench, so it's not like a complete disaster, but um, but it's not good, um, and so. You know, Pope, Robertson, Van Dyke, Stones hurt, of course. So I, had, I actually had zero returns in the back other than the one save point for Pope. Uh, Sterling and Sala both got me six because I captained Sala and then King. I do have Mora coming in off the bench. Uh, and then I'll either have Greenwood or Wickham's points coming off the bench as well because Barkley didn't play. So I'm probably looking at a hit this week, which is um, outrageous for me. It goes against almost everything that I've. I, I ever have preached, um, but it's probably something I'm going to have to do. Uh, current overall rank of 1.3 million um, and a game week rank of 3.5 million. So it's a pretty st- uh, tough start to the season. Um, I mean, the reality of it is for me, this is what I'm thinking at least, is the last few years when I've played, I've been pretty methodical about what I've done and I really take a lot of time in my decision making. Um, I I like to be information heavy, like, you know, some people like to just look at a few sources. I like a lot of different sources of information to make my decisions. Uh, The timing of the start of the year has just been crazy with moving, starting new jobs, traveling, you know. So it's like I haven't had the, it's, it's, I guess it's kind of an excuse. I just haven't had the time to like really focus on the team. So I'm hoping that I can right now, now that things are beginning to settle, like start to kind of figure it out um, because I've just really struggled with that. So anyways, it's okay. I'll be all right. Um, I do want to pull up the Slack community team because the Slack community team, I think, is doing pretty decent. Uh, So we do have a Slack community team. I brought this up last week. Um, And so we've got, like I said, about maybe 15, 20 people that are pretty active with it. Slack community team's on 46 right now, uh, which is pretty good. So big returners would be be Dingy uh, returned, um, Sterling returned, King returned, Wilson. Lundstrom, unfortunately, is buried on the bench with 14 points in the second spot and will not be coming in. So, so that community team will finish on 46, which is pretty good. I'm yeah, who do we captain? Uh, Salah. Gosh, Salah. what a disappointment. Yeah. Uh, what's weird about Salah is I feel like we say that more than we say, like, wow, he's so good. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. Is that true? I was thinking, do you agree I've been or no? thinking about that long and hard, you know? Yeah. You yeah. like, yeah, long and hard. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so let's do the league dive leaderboard then just to 
to hit where everybody's at. Uh, Bobby Love wrote in. He says, have you and Jake decided on your forfeit yet? How did Is that Bobby, a forfeit to him? How did Bobby do this week? That's what I want to uh, know. Can you look at that while I do the top 10? Yeah, let, let's do that. Okay, in uh, 10th is Nitin Patel and Drava Madhavan. Sorry about that. Obi-Wan Basaka is the name of that team. That's easier. In 9th, uh, Dane Palmer. 8th, Yasin Jotev. In 7th, the hardest name I've ever seen. Uh, Ugo Chukwu Etenwata. That's not very good. Uh, Jake Holden's in 6th. 5th is uh, Faison Khan. 3rd is Gustav Olbe. 3rd, Sport Bits. 2nd, Carlton Palmer. And 1st, Yarga Pertaz? Pertaz? Pertaza? Uh, That's a hard one, too. Uh, With, let's see, how did he do this game? Oh, game week score of 66. Very good. And Waka Waka Origi in 5th. Uh, had 75 points so some big scores this week pretty solid uh and then so jake you find where bobby love is have you found him yet i i found him in the psl super league so i'm assuming it's the same for league dive his name you mean yeah well i'm assuming it's the same team unless he's Uh, entered multiple teams uh so he's out we'll be reporting him yeah he's out 125 oh 125 Um, yeah, so I'm not going to um, forfeit to him since I'm beating him by a fair amount. Right, like a lot. Yeah, yeah like so 15 points. In, in fifth is Patrick uh, Coyle, uh, fourth Bobby Love, third Kenny McDowell, second Jake Spice, and in first Jacob Close in the PSL Super League. Uh, you can join that league if you join our Patreon. Um, we currently have uh, 12 in, and we just had somebody else recently join. That will be added to the league um, uh, later. So pretty cool, fun little league there. Um, and then Gaz was just asking, and if anyone objects, you can just send us a message. He is, was asking if anyone um, in the Art of the Died entrance objects to him sharing stats and standings on Slack. Um, I think that nobody probably will, but, uh, but if anyone does object, you may object. So, Jake, uh, let's talk just about kind of, I mean, that's like kind of businessy stuff. And, and let's talk about like this game week just in general, um, because it's like what you said before you were saying that there were a lot of players that we maybe couldn't have predicted that had like big game weeks and made that the dream team if you will for official fpl um i mean you want to elaborate on that idea a little bit yeah i mean i just think that like you if you look at the top scores and even you know think of the players that would have gotten close to the top scores which weren't many but De Bruyne and and Dinge are really the only two players that I feel like we talked about a lot on the pod that were in the top 11 this week. Mane, you know, that's interesting. We need to talk more about, but he did well. And then Lundstrom, which unfortunately a lot of people probably have buried on their bench. I was lucky enough to start him because I just like the way Sheffield played last week against Bournemouth um and then and then I guess Henderson Henderson's probably owned by a fair number of people oh no wow 1.6 percent I guess I I thought a lot of talk in the Twitter sphere was about maybe having Henderson as a goalkeeper rotation option um and then but but I mean for the most part like guys guys like the Sheffield defenders Lamella uh Sabalos from Arsenal you know, even Bernard, I mean, most people talk about Richie and Siggy for Everton attack, or even more people probably own Keane, you know, and then Chicharito, who didn't even play last week. So a lot of these guys didn't even play their first week. And 
are the top points getters and then Sala and Sterling I mean you know my thought was Sala would do well because he's going against a crappy team that gave up three goals to Burnley that was a mistake and then Sterling you know he's he's been phenomenal but he went up against Spurs and it's just always hard to captain guys when they go up against top six sides I, I just try to stay away from that so it was just kind of an overall lower scoring week I, I feel like we should be warning owners, don't blow your team up. Um, but, but I think both of us are considering blowing our team up. <laughs> well, Mark had brought it up um, earlier as well. He brought it up on Twitter and he had said, we kind of got burned this week by all of the, the pundits or like the podcast or the people that said, you know, play it safe, you know, wait on your transfers, hold your transfers. The people that kind of like took risks uh, you know, went in after guys like Pukaki and, and people like that were the players that were rewarded this week. And so Mark was kind of, he wasn't blaming us. He was just saying like, you know, everybody kind of said, be safe. And that really burned us. And I immediately was like, yeah, that's, I do not disagree with you. I totally am one to almost always advocate for playing safe. Honestly, I'll continue to advocate for that. Although, you know, I may take one hit this week because I have two players on my team that aren't even playing uh and so that seems to be a bit of a problem for me Uh, what i won't be doing is chasing points right but but i do kind of agree with mark like generally speaking we say play it safe uh but this week it kind of did bite us didn't it yeah and i think that's the good way to think about it i think you know, Pukaki or Puki, whatever you want to call, <laughs> call him. Pukaki, it's we, funnier. We talked about him on the pod and we both really were high on him. He had a lot of good underlying stats from the championship and it's always really difficult. But he basically reminded me of like a Glenn Murray and that's what they talked about. He since since like players get promoted from the championship for the past like however many years, no one has really performed like or there's some guys who have performed very well and like Glenn Murray was one of them and they were basically saying Timu is better he is a better Glenn Murray and it's like well why not pay 6.5 for that but then we're like well Liverpool that's like why would you want that right off the bat and then the Newcastle fixture you know everyone who was aggressive and brought him in it's fantastic because he got a hat trick but now he goes against Chelsea Away to West Ham's not terrible. That's an interesting fixture. And then he has home Man City. So it's like now is not the time to be bringing him in. The frustrating thing is you're just watching his price go up and up. But if you really want him on your team, which you may, it's either already too late or you're just you're going to have to pay more than 6.5 for him anyways. Just wait for him to get through these maybe next three games and then wait till his fixtures get a little bit better. Um, Same for Barnes. Same for Barnes. It doesn't really make sense to bring in Barnes right now. Um, He has tougher fixtures ahead and it's like, well, you might want to just wait. Um, Deal with the other problems on your team. And most people do have other problems. Maybe not everyone. Maybe, Maybe I'm like, just thinking everybody's team is as messed up as ours but i don't know yeah no i I don't i mean i don't disagree i get what you're saying it it comes back to just that idea i think we're always playing that game right weighing patience versus risk versus reward right um 
and it, it is really hard. I, some people play this game like on the edge of their seat the entire time, right? Mm-hmm. Where they're taking hits, they're they're moving players in and out of their team. They're just trying to pick like guys that have one or two or three game week fixtures in a row that they like. Um, you know, a guy that scores the week before, they just try to get on him right away. Uh, you know, some people like to play like that. I'm a bit a bit slower about it, a bit more methodical for a couple of reasons i mean part of it is because i'm kind of risk averse just in my general life and that's just kind of how i am as a person um but also because you know i think that the long game in fpl tends to be more successful but you know i totally agree with mark that we did kind of get burned this week and it hurts early in the season right because you see these gigantic swings in your overall rank um you know it it feels like when you look at at the people that are in front of you, let's say in your mini leagues, it already feels like you're in a hole, you know, that you're deep, that you're dug deep and that you, you're you're going to have to do something drastic to try to get yourself out. Um, for me, I'm just not, I'm not going to fall for that. I'm not going to play for that. Some managers might be able to, to get aggressive and be successful. You also could dig yourself a deeper hole. I don't know. Uh, Agreed. So, yeah, um, I guess the last kind of like game week and big picture topic was something that I kind of alluded to just a moment uh, before and I want to kind of just circle back to it and that that is this idea of like how much time is a reasonable amount of time to spend uh, playing FPL okay so in order to be successful in the game you know some managers like I said are, are like heavy amounts of information some managers like you know specific or smaller pockets of information that they use to make their decisions I guess I wanted to just share with the listeners what, like, what is your, your process, Jake, like as a manager? So I'm going to, I'll share mine first and then maybe you share yours. Like, what does your game week look like, right? For like a timeline of a manager. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Do you want to go first? Okay. I'll go first so that you have a template to work off of, which is basically exactly how you operate in terms of your entire FPL you know, procedure, right? You just basically copy what I'm doing. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all about templates. Right. Uh, Okay. So for me, uh, once the game week ends, uh, I start, part of my process is the podcast, right? So like collecting information online for the pod, collecting questions or or points to talk about, um, looking at what, which players performed well and and how they did, uh, and then putting the the podcast kind of together early in the week. Uh, that for me is like it's a pretty heavy amount of time uh, it probably takes me a couple hours to like get everything together maybe two hours uh, and then I, I we do the podcast and I produce it and whatever and then I need a little time away from FPL so I normally try to wait a couple days and then let's say the the deadline's on a Saturday I normally get back into it like on probably Thursday like Thursday morning I'll start checking out Twitter what's the chatter I start checking out um, pressers I start checking out um you know, like like price rises and kind of where guys are at, injury reports. Uh, and then I try to do some research on some players that I'm interested in. Um, if I had a little more time, I'd spend a little bit more time in the beginning of the week, like doing some of that, because I think that in order to get on some of the price rises, you have to kind of be out in front of that stuff. But normally that, that research and that work comes for me like kind of on Thursday and on Friday. And it's just like mostly gathered through Twitter these days. Um, which is sometimes a great source of information to get things really fast. And sometimes it sucks because it's really specific to certain areas and um, people put out kind of shoddy or or false information. Um, yeah, so that's kind of my thought process. I mean, what do you think, Jake? Like, what is your kind of process throughout the week? 
Yeah, I think my process honestly starts the weekend of the games. I do try to watch the games, you know, which is hard for some people, whether they work at that time or they have other things going on. Um, But yeah, I, you know, I watch as much as I can in the games that I don't see. I try to watch the highlights, which again, they're only a small tidbit of information but if your players that you're interested are in the highlights consistently over and over again it's probably a good idea because we only want players who are scoring for the most part even defenders does that Um, mean they're good yeah that means they're good if they're in the highlights does that mean good yeah yeah it definitely does but oh jake this is innovative but i then go to uh, I like we've talked about this website before, but on understat, we should get uh, maybe like a shout out from them. Um, but I check out XG and XA tables to make sure things aren't, um, you know, just blown out of proportion. Right. So wait, wait, are you saying that you use the eye test and statistics? Oh, God. Yes. Yes. As I sniffle everywhere, I use both the eye test and and statistics at the same time that's matter yeah so when people are like oh i need to bring this player in but he has like an xg of like 0.01 or like 0.1 it it's like doesn't make sense It, it just was you know kind of a fluke that they scored and that happens in this game um so but like to me like a guy like kevin de bruyne after he's played two games and he has an XG of 0.3 and an XA of 2.3, almost twice that of any other player in the game. After he played Spurs, it's like, I need to get KDB in. Does that mean he's going to get an assist or a return next game? Not necessarily, but for the long term, I definitely want him. So I look and I assess, like, do I want to make an early transfer Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I will say the beginning of the year, it's really volatile. Um, And then I'm kind of like you. I take a break for like a day or two, and then I go into like more research mode. Twitter, um, you know, a couple other websites and see like where players are playing on the uh, pitch. And then I look last at like uh, chances of scoring and um, gosh, you said it. I apologize to all listeners. I'm very tired from moving my entire apartment and uh, work has been rough. But um, I look at... Oh, boy. Are we oh about boy. to get the, Here we go. the sob story? Here we go. Yeah, no. So I, I look at whatever you said. Oh, the, the pressers. The pressers are yeah. really useful, too. <laughs> my upper middle class life is so challenging. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I need in my life? What? <sighs> some pistachios, some blue collar nuts, you know? That's not. <laughs> to try to bring you back down, bring you back to your roots. Bring me back to my roots. Uh, you're an idiot. Um, okay. Well, that's kind of the game week topics. Um, let's get into some Jake's mistakes. Do you have any mistakes this week? Uh, I think so. Okay. Well, I'm going to sing a song then for you. Uh, Kenny McDonald, uh, old McDonald. Uh, sent in a song because Kenny likes to write some songs for Jake's Mistakes and it's to um, the old McDonald had a farm theme song do you know that song? yes okay I'm going to sing it ready? Mm-hmm. Kenny McDonald had picked barns 
E-I-E-I-O. And on the podcast, Jake said, no. E-I-E-I-O. With a t-shirt here and a t-shirt there. Wrong logo, t-shirts everywhere. Kenny McDonald didn't pick Barnes. E-I-E-I. Jake's an idiot. I think you added that last part. What what part? Yeah, the, I think it's supposed the, to end with the Kenny oh. McDonald didn't pick Barnes part. No, the Jake's an idiot part. No, he he wrote that in. That's what he oh, said. Okay, okay, yeah. Kenny doesn't like you. He told me. Well, that's fair. I mean, I I ruined his team. Yeah, you did. Just like you ruined mine. Uh, what are um What are your mistakes? What are your mistakes for this week? Jake's mistakes. Uh, Captain Sala, that was a mistake. Um, I honestly was co- really strongly considering giving the armband to to Dinge, um, or Sterling. Really? Yeah, Dinge would have been cocky. That would have been cocky. That would have been cocky. But I, I just, I just, I don't know. I don't know why I put my faith in Sala. He, him, and Frazier have become similar players to me, and it's a little bit frustrating. Except that Sala doesn't get bonus points. Uh, the other big mistake I would like to say is that I should have never picked Robinson from Sheffield. There was a lot of talk from a few people, um, a few other podcasts, that he was going to be a very good uh, up and coming promoted player. And this is this is what we all have to deal with. Like this is the hard thing, right? Like. Pukaki, new up-and-coming promoted player, doesn't really have a lot of experience. We don't know a ton about him. He's fantastic and you want him on your team, but then you can have the exact opposite and you can have a guy like Robinson who has played he's played in the striker role for Sheffield, but he has three points in two games. Uh, He is also now injured and may not play. Even if he isn't injured, I don't know if he's going to be playing on their team much longer in the forward role because he's done absolutely nothing. Um, so that was a mistake. Otherwise, honestly, the rest of my team, I'm not too disappointed about right now. Yeah, and that's fair. You've had some some good, decent game weeks. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's uh, take a quick break. When we come back, we've got a bunch of questions, actually. A lot of them covering kind of some of the same big topics. We'll talk a little bit about captains, what our plans might be, and uh, we'll wrap up the pod. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the second half of the pod. Before we get started with questions, really quickly, we do have a Patreon channel up and running. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but if you join, you can get on on our Slack channel and be part of that Slack team. Uh, You can get into the PSL Super League and you can help support Jake and I's uh, extremely serious uh, car addiction. We've been buying cars left and right. Um, So I just recently got a a Porsche. Jake just bought a new Ferrari. Um, So, you know, when you've made it, you've made it. Am I right, Jake? Yes. Most certainly. Uh, we have a bunch of people that have joined, so thank you to those that have. New join, uh, new joiner, new joinee uh, this week into the Patreon is Emma. So shout out to Emma. Thank you so much. She's done a lot for our podcast in terms of promoting us and helping us. And now she's even promoting us and helping us financially, which is really nice of her. Uh, people that join the top tier get to get a Jake Diss, a Jake Diss at some point in the year. So I think it's time that we start thinking about those. I really do. Um, I hope people are writing them. Some people asked if they could do something physical to Jake. I think I thought about it. If you're willing to pay for the travel money, I think, Jake, it's only fair that we let them do that. Can we set, like, some boundaries? or No, zero boundaries. Zero okay. boundaries. In fact, if anything, we should be removing boundaries. 
Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just am worried like poisonous snakes, uh, I, like really sharp objects. I'm just not maybe excited former, about that. A former sponsor of ours, Masterstroke Dildos. Yeah, no, also not excited about that. As they say, life is like a bag of dildos. You never know which one you're going to get. I don't think anyone's ever said that. Forrest Gump, yeah, that's in that movie. Oh, okay, okay. Isn't that what he says? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Hashtag Tom Hanks, not hashtag never forget. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so also the other part of that is um, some people asked if they could do a Marco diss. Uh, in fact, I think that that's only fair. I think if you want to get a diss, although also if you want to do a shout out of some type or just do something ridiculous for the podcast, or if you want us to do a special topic, we don't care. You basically get one section of the podcast all to yourself uh, and you'll just have to let us know how you want to handle it. But those that are in that PSL um, level Patreon, you got to start thinking about it and you need to get in touch with me soon. We aren't going to do more than one per week. That's going to be the rule. So let's say our idiot least favorite patreon member bobby love decides he wants to do one uh bobby you got to get in touch with us and and get the sign up for the game week you'd like to do it don't forget because we want to get those on the pod jake let's get into game week preview and individual player selection questions we have a lot of questions that are kind of specific to, to certain players and a lot that cover like the same main ideas like Salah and mana Ma, Salah and mana Salah yeah. and mane give me that uh, mana Give it to yeah, me. Mana. Uh, Pukaki, Barnes, um, Liverpool defense, uh, Perez, you know, lots of kind of the same general questions. So before we get into those questions, let's start um, from Queen. Queen writes in, what the fuck is going on? Is it too early to panic and throw the plan and strategy out the fucking window and wild card? She has a fucking window at her house or he that could be a man or a woman queen doesn't matter at this point jake what is going on other than what we already talked about with it kind of being like some new new players or not new players but players maybe we didn't expect to score a bunch of points this week should we be hitting the panic button i mean i honestly i'm feeling a little bit panicky because i've never had a poor start to the season um every year basically i've almost ever played by like the second or third game week i'm in the top like 100k and I'm just like, cool. Like, now I know where I am. Now I'm at 1.3 million. So, well, what are aren't we, you, what are we aren't doing? you special? Um, yeah. I've never had a bad year. Yeah. Well, let me tell you from experience. <laughs> I don't, I honestly don't think it's time to completely panic. And again, it depends. Like, I feel like these questions should all come with like a little window of, you know, me looking into your soul, which is your FPL team. Let's be honest about that. Um, it depends. Like, if you don't have Sterling in your team, you might want to f- try to find a way to get him into your team. Uh, do you need to get rid of all the Liverpool defenders in the world because of Adrian at this point in time? I think that's a little bit early. Like, yes, they've missed out on two clean sheets, but, uh, you know, this is, again, where we look at those underlying stats. Um, they they haven't been fantastic I definitely don't disagree. Um, their XG is actually right in the middle of the table, and it looks like they've been giving up like chances, but it's early, and their defenders also bring you a lot of value with their returns, right? So even if Trent doesn't get a, a clean sheet, he's second in the league for XA, and he's a defender. So am I going to be getting rid of Trent? for example no um so you kind of have to take it like all into consideration again it's a really long season sun's coming back 
other players may be getting injured soon. Who knows? There's still a lot of international breaks. So unless your team is absolutely atrocious and you can't field a starting 11 um, or you're missing like really big key players, I don't think you blow your team up just yet. Yeah, so I think that segues well into what Mark's asking. Should we be patient with the Liverpool defense? Patty says, are we keeping faith with the Liverpool defense? Um, You know, a lot of people are wondering that and are asking, is it, you know, do we stay with them? So the, the, I guess the concerning thing for me with the Liverpool defense, uh, Vegas actually asked it as well, right? Should we stay Mm -hmm. with two times Liverpool defense? Um, The concerning thing for me is that in the preseason, they were poor. And a lot of people, you know, are, were saying that, right? Like, oh, they're not, they're not doing a good job. Uh, their back line's bad. And I kept thinking, well, when the season starts, they're obviously going to be organized and be good to go. And yet they aren't. Uh, so that's my only little concern, I guess, with them. But personally, I, I would, I'm going to remain patient. I don't see them as like a problem area on my team, especially because the Liverpool defensive assets are going to get attacking returns at points throughout the year. I mean, Virgil's probably good for two or three goals at some point um Robbo's probably going to get a handful of assists Trent is probably going to get a goal or two and a couple of assists you know so for me I have to just stay patient there and, and deal with what has been a frustrating two weeks with them I think um, the but, question too is like where are you going you right, know like right, are right. you are you grabbing a Brighton defender because they have looked decent the first two games like maybe not the best idea because although they have been better their fixtures are going to get much more difficult soon um are you know are you going with like a, a burnley defender like hey they don't keep cleans i'm sorry like they, they'll keep some here and there but it's not going to in the long run help you out more. Um, it's just been two weeks. Like it's a small amount of data. If any defense is going to turn it around, it's like Liverpool's defense. So just be a little bit more patient on things like that. Um, and, and you talked about this uh, a little while ago um, at the top half of the pod and just a few moments ago. And Thomas asks, uh, what stats, if any, do you look at when making decisions on who to bring in? Hashtag all stats matter. Uh, I think it's a really good question because at this point in the year, it's it's a little challenging, primarily due to the amount of data that's available to us, right? So when you look at a Liverpool defender, for example, the sample size is two games. And so XG and XA models, although great, right? They give us a lot of information. There's There's not a large amount of data put together to say, you know, to make to make definitive conclusions. Does that make sense? Agreed. So what earlier in the season, you had already talked about obviously watching the games, but as we always say, right, just watching a game doesn't necessarily, right, provide you with with everything that you need and not everybody can watch every single game. And if you're just watching highlights, then you're only seeing the good things that players do. So what do you think, Jake? What are some stats that you would look at? I've got a few in mind. What are some stats that you would look at right now outside of like expected stats, right? That okay. that you think yeah. carry some weight for you? Or is that it? Is it just expected and then watching the games? No, I think another thing I like to look at, I'll, I'll take this stat. I like to look at like heat maps, right? Like So yeah. another Liverpool defender, this is a prime example, Robert Robertson's heat map map is very far forward in in both games um so a player like that i'm still interested in he doesn't have a return yet but that doesn't mean that that's not going to happen soon because of where he's playing on the pitch 
Yeah, the biggest thing with FPL, and we talked about it last week, is this idea of probability, right? So the probability to produce returns, and that's how we should be making picks. And XG and XA gives us an idea about the types of areas that players are getting into on the pitch. And obviously, heat maps give us an idea of, of where players are spending the most time on the pitch. Uh, clearly, if you're in more attacking areas than another player, you're more likely to produce some sort of return. Okay, it's a pretty simplistic idea, but you know, if you're an outside back that, and we look at your heat map and we compare Rabo with most other outside backs, most other outside backs are are far deeper on the pitch than Rabo is. And so I would just venture to say in a game of probability that Rabo has a more likely chance to get returns. Uh, any other stats, Jake, or is that it? Uh, it, you know, I guess it depends, like touches in the box, yep. uh, things that. like that. Um, big chances created is always a good one. Like some players may create chances, but they're not very good chances. Right. Um, like you were like in terms of like your wingman ability in college when we lived together, your big chances created would have been like zero. Wow. I didn't know you felt that way. Mine for you was like a hundred a night, a hundred a weekend when we go out, you know? Yeah. So like you would be someone I would be putting into my FPL wingman fantasy team where like me, it's like the stats look like they're there, but they're not really. And you do have to be careful. The stats don't look like they're there either, right? They're not even like I test. You're like, Ooh, that's sad. That (laughs) is sad. Okay. And he's not, he's not creating any big chances for his teammates, right? He's not even taking shots. You know, he hasn't yeah. taken one shot ever. Yeah. His his XL, right? Expected laid, which everyone knows, okay, is like 0.02, okay? A small dog saw him in the window when he walked by, thought about humping him. That was about it. That's where that, that 0.02 came from. <laughs> yeah, that's well, where that 0.02 came from. I'll take it. I will take it. Take it where you can get it. Um, okay. Hashtag all stats matter. XL. Um Let's see. So let's get into some questions then that are kind of specific to players. Are you good with that, Jake? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, Kenny wrote in, is it worth swapping out Wood uh, away to Arsenal uh, for Jota, home to Man U, uh, and also with his further fixtures versus Wood? So basically just that idea of like Jota versus Wood. Um, I like Jota better. I don't Was know that a you. question for like this week? Because he plays Man U today. Confused. Yeah, I think maybe he missed, okay. maybe he misread that. I don't know, but but I, I like Jota better than Wood, don't you? I do. He has some rough fixtures, uh, um, so but I I do like him better than Wood. The issue is like, is that the biggest issue on your team, Kenny? That you have to just that it's Wood. That's not that big of a problem, right? He's starting and playing, and I mean he hasn't scored, but he'll get I goals. Know. I think yeah. he'll get goals. Okay. Um, but I do, I do agree, like like wanting to flip those 6.5 forwards that's a dangerous area to play in those are like the lateral moves that we should we didn't really talk about that we've talked about in the past but like lateral moves and be a little bit careful um okay uh next one here mark can you answer this definitively and once and for all is Mane better than sala oh god that mark always why does mark have to do this to us all the time He's like, oh, here's the hardest question and give me a final answer. Yeah, that that's Mark. He just goes straight to the heart. I, it's hard. I, 
Mane has been better in the last, like, right, if we look at the last 12 games or 10 games of last season, right, and then into this season, Mane has been better. Uh, but I don't know, like, who do you pick for your team? We both have Salah right now. I would honestly like, <laughs> I'm honestly looking at, like, at some point, if I need another million for funds, I would move Salah to Mane. I wouldn't feel that bad about it. No, I, I he looks so much better. I would like a little bit more information because again, two two years in a row, Salah's outperformed Mane in total. So it's hard to be like, oh, Mane's a better FPL player. But with the cost difference, I'm more interested in Mane if he's going to be, you know, finishing shots like the one he did. And that's just the way Mane is. I feel like Salah's a guy who takes like a ton of shots a game and scores like once and then Mane's like a guy who takes like one or two shots a game and then scores one or two times yeah. they're, they're just different players and and that's why you know Mane may not get as many returns but he also gets more bonus points and in the long term they kind of equal out so I, I honestly think it's a coin flip Um, but right now Mane looks better than Salah after these first couple game weeks in the preseason i think steve says it well he says i said i wouldn't do it this year and i've been arguing against this however i'm considering moving salad amane based on getting that extra one mil as well as Mane being on fire over his last two liverpool games versus salah who's been pretty subdued less goals shots touches and a greater percentage of inaccurate passes what mm-hmm. do you think uh footy show also said um, dive FPL. If you had to pick a Liverpool attacking asset, only one. Who would you go for? It, it's yeah, it's so hard to be so definitive. But the way I'm feeling right now, and I know that this is not stats based. It's just this is my feelings. Um, if I'm unsure about a 12.5 million player versus an 11.5 million player, if it's not clear to me, then I should go to the lower player. That's what I'm starting to feel. Yeah, I think that's a good way to answer it. I mean, Salah's still, his stats are good. Like, his his goal involvement's still high for that team. It's not like he's, I, I, like, I don't think getting rid of him to, like, a really lower player is is worth it. If you're going to switch him out, you're doing it like a straight swap for Mane. That's, like, yeah. really the only thing. Or, or Sterling, if you want to try to get Sterling in. Yeah. Okay. Um... I guess we should keep rolling. Something to think about. Uh, for me, I have other issues in my team, right? So it's like I can't be spending a tra- transfer to move Salah to, to Mane. That feels kind of lateral to me, even though I'm freeing up a mill uh, at that price point. Like it's pretty lateral. I have guys that aren't playing with injuries or just not in the squad. So they need to be moved out. Um, Agreed. So Joseph wrote, wrote in, I moved, uh, who is that? Sealson and Holler out for Pukaki and Barnes on Saturday before their price rides. Uh, was it Wil- Wilson? Do you oh, think maybe it's it supposed to be Wilson. It like auto-corrected or something. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Wilson before the price drop, foolishly impatient and cl- or cleverly aggressive. So Wilson and Holler out for Pukaki and Barnes. Uh, it's fine. I don't know. Holler was hurt. Hopefully he comes, um, for some managers, hopefully he comes back. What do you think, Jake? You had or have Wilson in your team. Yeah, I mean, he's gotten two returns, and he's looked okay. But I do think Pookie and Barnes, like, long-term are fine. So, again, to be determined, 
Barnes and Pookie have tougher matches. So you honestly now can't be surprised if for the next few game weeks, like Wilson and Haller outperform. I, I just, I, Haller is injured, so it's a little bit interesting, but he's probably going to be back this week in West Ham and Bournemouth, Bournemouth besides the Man City fixture. Again, I, th- I think like this is a really aggressive move. It may work out, but I don't know if this is what I would be necessarily doing. There's a bunch of questions about Pukaki, which we've already touched on. You you spoke earlier in the podcast about him, and Will Bill said, should we be jumping on Pukaki? Uh, FPL Drunk said, surely we've missed the early season Pukaki party. See, it's funnier if we call it Pukaki, and then we use all these words because it's yeah, way funnier. definitely. Way better. Uh, is there any real reason in jumping on him now with the fixtures? Uh, do we just hold off a few weeks? I mean, that's. I think that's probably the advice, right? We're probably going to want to just hold for a little bit, don't yeah, you think? Yeah, I think, F- I think FPL drunk is literally leading his own question. So, yeah, I, I would hold off. Just wait. You're going to, you you know, the interesting thing about FPL is there's, it's usually pretty difficult to get to those mid-price ranges unless you move a lot of guys around. So, right now, it's like as long as he doesn't get above $7 million, doesn't really make a difference to me. Right. Um, okay, I, I think that that we can lay to rest for now. Um, Mark wrote in uh, another question. He says, is Big at the Back dead after just two game weeks? Jamie said, do we still think five at the back is viable, particularly if it's five big players? Liverpool are shipping a goal a game. City are hit and miss. Dingy seems to be the only good premium, and he may be hurt now. He goes, I ask because I think it is as I... I think it is as I can't see any great. Oh, I can't see any great mids forwards at 5.5 to 6.5 that he really likes. So he wants to kind of just go with the big at the back players. I I don't think it's dead. The first game week, it was pretty successful, wasn't it? Yeah, it's kind of like an aggressive swing. Um it's like Man City played against one of the 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 top three teams and they gave up two goals like it's not the end of the world like Spurs were in the championship final last year I'm not too concerned I think Laporte could be a great player to have for the rest of the season still I'm hoping Stones comes back I don't really want to get rid of Stones because he's a cheaper way into that defense and I think he may be starting a lot more especially with them giving up two goals with Otamendi and uh, you know it's hard to say I didn't I didn't watch Otamendi very closely that game but yeah I, I think big at the back is still a reasonable option yeah I do too I you know I'll continue to spend a fair amount in the back I'm probably going to try to transfer a little bit of it with my two free transfers here kind of into my midfield and I'll speak about that when we talk about our plans a little bit but I don't, I don't see like it being a huge issue, um, keeping some money in the back there because that's the thing about spending big at the back, right? The returns, uh, attacking returns are going to be obviously less frequent than like midfield players, uh, but we're also going to get clean sheets from week to week, and and two game weeks in, it's not fair to say like, you know, that it's not going to happen for us. I, you know, City are probably going to and and Pool are probably going to both be around roughly fifteen clean sheets this year. That's pretty legitimate, especially if you consider that your defenders get a couple attacking returns. Like, let's say they get, I don't know, each defender gets two to three attacking returns, which I think for most top-end defenders, that's on the low end, quite a bit on the low end. Um, You're going to way outscore players in a similar price like in other positions. So I'm all about that. Um, Okay, Mario asked, Frazier and Wilson out. Uh, Mount and Rashford in a good idea. Well, I've already done it, so just cuddle me and tell me everything will be okay. 
I think it's just it's gonna be okay, Mario. It's gonna be yeah. okay. Yeah, I think that's fine, don't you, Jake? Yeah, I, I like both those moves. I mean, Mount's played a lot of time. Rashford looked really good first game. We'll see how it goes. Just the the early transfer is always a little bit risky because you're like, hopefully Rashford doesn't get injured. That's the big thing. Oh yeah, because he saw the match today. Um, yeah. I mean, there's. I think Mount's an interesting player. I you know I thought that Barkley was going to be what Mount is now. That's why I bought, brought Barkley into my team. That's kind of what I signed up for, right? The guy that like takes a bunch of free kicks, plays in that number 10 spot, but apparently that's not the case, right? So Mount is going to be that guy for Lampard. He's played both matches, I think, for the full 90. Yeah. Did um, he, was he impressive to you from what you watched that game? Uh, no, not, not necessarily, no. But I mean, he scored the goal because he pressed mm-hmm. up the pitch and won the ball off Ndidi uh, and then finished well and took a number of decent free kicks he reminds me of like a little and people will probably disagree with this he, he reminds me in the two games i've seen of him of like a not as good but slightly more offensive version of uh maddo i thought you were gonna say maddo yeah yeah that's kind of what he reminds me of like he, he has like a similar skill set maddo's probably i would say maddo's better like on the ball and in deeper spots like he finds guys better Mount is maybe a little bit better, like dribbling, you know, like beating guys. I think that he'll come to be a, a good player in the EPL, and he's he's young too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Lamps is maybe riding him a little too hard. That's what I personally think, but it's just me. So that's how I feel as well. I'm I yeah. just feel like he's too in love with Mount personally, but whatever. Um, yeah. I'm not managing Chelsea as they he, have one he, point, so he'd mount him. You know, he mounted him. Yep. That went back to the good old d- derby days. Yeah, mount him, ride him, ride him hard. Yeah. All right. Okay, let's talk a little bit about um, kind of captains and our plans for the week. And uh, I mean, I haven't even really looked that much. Uh, what are the best captain options? Uh, Salah's at home against Arsenal. Sterling is away to Bournemouth. Um, Harry Kane is at home against Newcastle. Uh, I mean, obviously, Aubameyang away to Liverpool are kind of these are kind of like the big names that people have been sticking the band on. What do you like the most, Jake? Uh, Probably Harry Kane right now. Uh, Surprisingly, like Newcastle's goals against wasn't too bad. Um, And again, I didn't watch. I only watched the highlights and Pukaki scored some pretty amazing goals. I forget what I think it was like Steve Stevie Nickel was like, Oh, no one's ever gonna really like him because he's not like super flashy. I was like, I don't know, his volley looked pretty good, Steve Nickel. <laughs> Maybe pay me to to do your job. Um but you anyways would be a great EPL commentator. <laughs> I don't have the, the accent. That's what I'm doing. And the sniffly yeah. voice isn't good. Um, no. Oh, volley. No. Yes. That volley was great. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I would go Harry Kane, but I, I'm going to probably do Sterling against Bournemouth. Like, I just feel like Bournemouth's defense is going to get tore up. They haven't, like, they've played two promoted sides. They're not ready for a Manchester City attack. Yeah, and they've been relatively poor in both of their matches anyways, so. Yeah. Yeah, I I lean that as well, even though it's away from home. Um, What about, like, for your your plans for the week? I I mean, I can share mine first. I'm considering, so I took one hit all of last year. The year before, I took three hits. Uh, I'm considering taking my first hit going into game week three in an attempt to... uh, 
to make sure I put out a full 11 of starting players. That's where I'm at already in this point in the season. Um, I'm thinking about dropping Barkley, who didn't see the pitch this last game and was yanked at 58 minutes in the match before uh, the, the game week one. Um, so I'm gonna, thinking about dropping him. I'm thinking about dropping uh, Stones, who's hurt as well. Um, and hopefully we'll be back, but is hurt. And then I'm thinking about dropping Frazier, who's been pretty poor, also plays City. And then I don't know the exact combination, but the goal would be to get KDB into the squad. Um, and that's what I'm thinking of doing. Uh, how does that yeah. sound? Yeah, I, I like it because you know what? I did the same thing. I, I'd made my transfers. I hate doing this. I, I'm worse about it than you, but I caught caught him before the price rises so right now i i now don't have anything in the bank i used up my half mil i went up from fraser just because he has man city i still think Frazier's not a unreasonable player to have personally and and there wasn't a lot of talk about him in today's pod he he was like this last year right like he would have a few weeks where he would yeah. just be kind of non-existent and then he would just go off. So if you have him and you haven't moved him out, I don't think you have to. But that being said, I did move him up to De Bruyne and I didn't want to touch my defense. Um, Stones, I would have had to move down to a 4-0 and I just didn't want to do that. I think Kelly would have been the only reasonable option for Crystal Palace, which wouldn't have been wrong. Um, but I moved Wilson down to Jota. and We'll see how that works out. I mean, I like Wilson too still. He's got two assists. I think that's the first time I hopefully will ever say that I've transferred a player out after he's gotten back-to-back returns. Um, yeah. But but we'll see how it works out. That's the only way I could fit De Bruyne into my team. I don't think I'm going to be touching my team very much uh, except for maybe getting Robinson out from Sheffield. Um, I'm I'm crossing my fingers that Stone's going to play. Otherwise, I'll have a hard time fielding eleven this week. But it'll my team's like what I want it to look like now. Right. So I I feel good. I haven't wild carded. I did take a hit, but like I'm done. I am done doing cocaine. It's probably a good choice. A bad habit. Yeah, bad habit. Bad but habit. But FPL man hits. They just get you. They do. They feel so good when you do them. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah, Chota could completely tear his ACL this weekend. I could be absolutely, or today, I could be absolutely screwed, and I still feel good. I'm still riding the high of making that transfer. You won't. No, you'll be done. You'll be. You will not be riding the high. You'll be yeah. having a fit. Yeah, I'll okay. be. Yeah, I'll be crashing. Yes. Yeah. I'll be starting uh, green, Greenwood up top. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Um, all right. Well, that's most of the podcast. Check out uh, our Twitter account on, at DiveFPL. We just we just ticked over three thousand followers, Jake. Did I tell you that? No, that's a big, big number. Yeah, well, when you're big time, when you're famous, it's just what yeah. you do. Uh, Instagram, The Art of the Dive, online, divefpl.com. Uh, you can download our podcast wherever podcasts are found, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, so on and so forth. Jake, we've got a couple kind of rando questions at the end of the pod. Uh, Mark wrote in, when Jake stayed at Jacob's, or when Marco stayed at Jacob's house, did Marco ever shout upstairs to Jacob's wife? in whiny jake voice and she like totally believed it was jake speaking to her no we'll have to try that because i don't really have uh downstairs and upstairs mark i don't know yeah. i i need a few more patreon accounts yeah. for that to happen in <laughs> we're LA. not that rich we only have two ferraris yeah, yeah um but maybe we can try that when we're in wisconsin can't afford an upstairs but got a ferrari 
Yeah. Uh, is there any truth to the rumors that Jake has spunked all the Patreon money on PSL enemas? Jake? P- PSLs aren't out yet, so that can't be true, but I'm not going to say that it won't happen. <laughs> Don't cross it off the list. Uh, and then Footy Show wrote in, would you rather have sex with Jake and nobody knows or don't have sex with Jake and everybody thinks you did? Can, can I just say one thing? No, it's a we... question for me. It's a question no, for no, me. No, before we answer it, before we answer it, just one thing. I think the pod listeners will like this. I was uh, at work showing one of my coworkers my house that I just recently purchased when this message came across <laughs> t- Twitter onto my thing. And she was like, oh, I think you got a message. And I was just like gosh dang it jim (laughs) thanks bro that is really good timing yeah great uh the answer is i'd rather have sex with jake and let everybody know even with that 0.02 uh wingman ability all right forget it jake we just said i said on that take it where you can get it and now you've ruined that so no no, i just now it's a no now it's a no now it's a no from now is it would you rather it's a no for so, me. Or I don't have it's sex no. and everybody thinks you did. It's a no, okay. everything's okay. a no. It's just a no for me now. <laughs> All, All right. right, let's get out of here. Uh, check out our website if you can. Support us on Twitter. We really appreciate all the help that we've been getting for everybody. And thanks to everybody that has joined and has been supporting us via the Patreon. We really appreciate it. It's awesome. Uh, I hope everybody has a good end to their game week two and start their game week three. Jake and I will be recording live together next week on Sunday. Jake, you ready to get out of here? Yeah, let's get out of here. All right, I'm Marco. And I'm Jake. And remember, you should dive.